Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. Work from home burnout is becoming a real problem for many of us these days. People are hearing from their offices that they may never go back to a traditional office environment. And quite frankly, most of us have never learned how to work from home properly. We've always grown up being used to having separate places for our work and for our rest. So, speaking as a lifelong freelancer and entrepreneur who's always worked heavily from home, I decided that one of the most useful topics I could cover on the How to Adult show right now would be to share three things I've learned to do while working from home that help me stay productive, motivated, happy, and not feeling burnt out when I work from home for days at a time. But before we dive in, I want to take a moment to say a quick hello and welcome to all of you who are new here. Welcome to the How to Adult Show. This is a free weekly show produced as part of the How to Adult School, an online education platform dedicated to teaching you all of the life skills, tips, and tricks that we all probably should have been taught in school. Also, if you haven't done it yet, please go ahead right now and click subscribe so you never miss an episode when it comes out every Monday. Working from home is the new normal, but for most people, it's far from normal. Most of us have never been taught how to work from home productively, happily, and healthily, and there's also no office culture available to teach you how to do it properly. There's no social normal to working from home when it's just you and the dog, and there are no other people around to start to model your working environment after. And these days, working from home might be looking a little bit more like this to you every day. Before your sofa became your office, you probably loved the idea of working from home and romanticized the idea about getting to work quietly alongside your partner every day or getting to send emails while wrapped up in your duvet. But once you started working this way day in and day out, chances are you started losing productivity pretty quickly, feeling sore from sitting in a weird position in front of your computer all day. I know I tend to find myself you know, working hunched up like a gremlin, and you're probably also finishing the day feeling lackluster from the lack of stimulation and social contact that you would normally get in an office environment. After years of working from home myself, I finally managed to come up with a system that meant I didn't have to feel this way all the time, and that made working from home and staying healthy, positive, and motivated so much easier most days. Freelancers have had to figure this out for themselves for ages, but for all of you office workers out there or freelancers who feel like you're still struggling with your work from home motivation, let's jump on into a crash course all about work from home habits to keep you going strong. It's tricky to balance your working from home habits when you haven't been taught the skills to do it properly yet. Maybe you finish the day and you have a hard time being active throughout the day. So by the time you end, you're left feeling sluggish and exhausted. So to compensate for that, you drink copious amounts of coffee at two o'clock in the afternoon so you don't end up falling asleep on your couch. 
Maybe you're having a hard time staying productive and getting work done when the house around you is dirty and you have to empty the dishwasher or your dog's hairballs are tumbleweeding across the ground. I have a very hairy dog myself and this is often a problem that I have. Maybe your work-life balance is so out of whack that you stay up working till all hours because your computer and your work is always there and it's impossible for you to separate and create the distance to be able to carve out proper pockets of rest time for yourself. No matter what it is, I have been there myself, we all have, and we all have and will continue to have days or even seasons that feel like this while we're working from home. I've been working from home for six years now, and I've gone through all of the ups and downs of work from home life and the process. In year two, I realized that I had completely let my fitness slip and was sitting in front of my computer and working for 10 hours at a time while I was working from home. In year three, I realized that I was working all the time and had no work-life balance to be able to close my computer at the end of the day to spend a night with B or to go out with friends and family. Even now, I still struggle some days with being productive while I'm working from home when I would much rather be spending my time taking my dog for endless walks around the block or if I just need to go clean the smudges off the kitchen cabinets again. Over the years, I've experimented with all different kinds of work from home habits and have finally found a balance where I can feel good sitting down at my computer to start work for the day, where I managed to get really a good amount accomplished during a short period of time throughout the day, and I managed to finish my workday on a note that leaves me energized and excited to step into an evening of relaxation and good food and most importantly, no email so that I can rest and recuperate to start again the next day. While there are hundreds of little things that add up to decide whether or not you end up having a good or a bad day at work, I wanted to share the top three work from home tips that I've found work best for me. If you start to incorporate these tips into your life, I can pretty much guarantee that you're going to start to feel more energized during your workday, you'll be able to stay a bit more efficient and productive, and you'll probably end the day being in a much better mood so that you don't want to spend the evening watching Netflix and feeling sad and ordering more questionable pad thai for dinner again. So if you keep looking at your work from home habits and thinking there's got to be a better way, I feel like garbage, well, this episode is for you and let's dive on in. My top work from home habit, the number one thing I recommend doing to start your day off on the right foot is to start to incorporate some sort of daily movement into your routine. I'm not talking a full on workout, but making sure that you take the time to move your body every single day will make big difference in your overall mood, focus and productivity. Personally, I make sure that I move at the beginning and the end of each workday. Now for me, this usually looks like waking up and starting my day with a morning yoga routine, and then usually taking my dog out for a walk, getting us both outside before I sit down at the computer. Also at the end of the day, that's when I try to fit in a full proper workout that lets me transition from my workday into the evening and just clear all the bleh that builds up over the course of the workday. It's so key to do something physically active during your day because otherwise chances are you probably go from bed to sitting down and having breakfast to sitting down like a hunchback over your computer for your whole workday to finishing the workday, sitting down for dinner, sitting down for a movie, Netflix, whatever you're doing in the evening, and then going back to bed. That's a freaking long time of not moving and sitting or laying in positions that your body's not meant to be in for long periods of time. 
Your brain and body need movement, and incorporating some sort of motion into your routine will help you shake off your stiffness, reduce the body aches, pains, and soreness that you get from sitting unnaturally in front of your computer for eight plus hours a day, and will also help get your brain and your mind ready and alert for a workday so much more than even your morning cup of coffee would. Now, don't get me wrong, I am not suggesting that you go ahead and join the 5 a.m. club and start every day by running wind sprints in the morning. If that ends up being your thing, awesome, good for you, you go for it. But if the thought of waking up first thing in the morning and exercising is what makes you want to stay in bed forever, then I recommend experimenting and finding something else that works well for you. Personally, I hate exercising in full workout form in the morning. I love exercising, but if I fit my workout into my morning routine, then guaranteed I feel like garbage for the rest of the day. By 10.30 a.m. I am ready for a nap, and for me it's just not a recipe to having a helpful, productive workday. My routine changes a bit throughout the seasons, but usually it involves starting the day with a half hour YouTube yoga routine, usually on my living room floor, followed by breakfast, followed by a walk with the dog or the podcast, just to get out and around the block and moving before I sit down and open my computer for the day. It doesn't matter what it is. The goal is to get your body moving in some way every single day before you sit down and open your computer for the day. It will help to improve your mood. It will make your body feel so much better all day long. Get rid of that hamstring stiffness that you're probably getting from sitting at your desk all day right now. And your focus and your overall energy is gonna be so much better. This is truly the, it's the first thing we're covering in this because this is the number one skill that you need to develop to have a healthy work from home routine. Then on the other end, if you usually end your workday feeling sluggish, down, a little bit low, and if you have a hard time disconnecting from your work and diving into your evening, whatever you're doing for the evening, whether that's spending time with your family, your partner, yourself, whatever you do, it's important to try to bookend your day with another movement session. I love to always wrap my workdays up with a proper workout. Sometimes this means heading into the gym, sometimes it means getting out for a run, squeezing in a quick hit workout if I'm just not feeling it or if I don't have a lot of time. Other times I get out for a nice long hike or a bike ride. My routine changes to keep it interesting and to get me outside as much as possible when the weather allows. But overall, the goal is to move my body for about an hour, to elevate my heart rate, get my blood pumping, and to give my brain and mind a chance to decompress, de-stress, and let go of the workday so that I can step into the next part of my day without bringing that with me. Incorporating a post-workday exercise routine is definitely going to help improve your day. You'll probably end up feeling like a completely new person after you exercise and let go of your workday, and you're going to have a much better evening than you would have otherwise. The second fantastic work from home tip that I have for you is to use a timer and set yourself intervals of working and taking breaks throughout your day. When you're working in an office environment, chances are you probably end up with a lot of little rejuvenating breaks throughout the day, whether that's taking a lunch break with colleagues or just taking a quick break when someone comes over to talk to you or needing to walk to the other side of the office to go talk to someone else yourself. All of these will function as little breaks, little periods of time for you to step away from your work. On the other hand, when you're working from home, it's so easy to decide that you're just gonna sit there and sit and sit and work 
and keep sitting until your brain shuts down and you end up surfing the internet or doom scrolling, calling it work or research, but really it just kills your productivity and your motivation and morale for working. Your mind needs breaks and it's way better to schedule these yourself so that you stay in control of them and in charge of your productivity. I've played around with work scheduling apps and productivity tools for years, and the system that I've found works best for me is breaking my workdays up into 60-minute chunks of work time, followed by a 10-minute break in between. Now, what I've found is that most of my tasks for the day can actually be accomplished in a 60-minute chunk of time, provided I am sitting down, I am focused, and I'm not distracted because I don't have an end time for this work project. As long as I'm focused and efficient, most of my tasks can get done like this, with the exception of some larger tasks and projects I end up scheduling into longer chunks, say 90 minutes every day over the course of a few weeks to make sure I get it done. The key here though, is that I never sit for longer than an hour and a half because I've learned that myself, personally, I go absolutely nuts and my focus flies out the window after about 90 minutes of consistent work time. The real goal is to be able to sit down and work for 60 minutes without getting distracted by your phone, the internet, other people in your workspace, or home tasks like emptying the dishwasher. Those types of activities, or hopefully something a little bit more exciting, should be reserved for your 10 minute break time where you step back from your work, you take a little rest, and you recharge. This is a muscle that you have to work on developing over time, but I promise if you stick with it, if you keep practicing and you keep working on it, after a while, you'll start to find it so much easier to sit down and have laser focus for 60 minutes without distractions, especially when you're consistent about taking the break and that acts as a reward time at the end for having your time of focus. This technique is often referred to as the Pomodoro technique, but I use a simple app on my computer called Be Focused, and I set the intervals to 60 minutes of work time followed by 10 minutes to break. You wanna download this app onto your computer, decide what you wanna work on during the interval, put your phone and other distractions away, put your head down, and get things done for an hour. I promise when you really get into that interval, you'll be amazed by all the things that you can get done in just one hour. Honestly, tasks that used to take me two to four hours to finish when I was only half focused, I can now usually complete in 60 minutes or less a lot of the time. In my other business, my wedding photography business, it used to take me sometimes half a day or longer to cull a full wedding gallery because I kept getting bored and distracted and would just end up stepping away from my computer and hating the task because it took me freaking forever. Once I started applying this timer technique to my wedding work, I was suddenly able to finish culling a gallery, usually in an hour or less, and then step away and do something that I enjoyed for a little while before getting back to work and doing the actual important tasks that really moved the needle for me. So the real key to this system is that once your timer goes off, you stop what you're doing and you step away from your computer. Don't say to yourself, oh, I'm just gonna push through and finish this. You need to stand up from your computer, step away, take a break. Make a cup of tea, do something useful around your house, play tug of war with the dog, go for a quick walk around the block, or just turn on some cheesy 80s dance music and dance around. You could do push-ups or squats, you could get as intense about it as you want, but the key is to stop what you're doing. Give yourself that reward and that break time. 
Now, in an ideal world, my goal is to finish seven to eight of these 60-minute intervals a day, but to be honest, that's really difficult to do, and especially when you're first starting, you'll find that even after a few intervals of hyper-laser focus, you're going to feel exhausted. You'll likely find that when you first start practicing this technique, you'll only manage to complete a few uninterrupted intervals because you haven't been training your brain to maintain this kind of focus. It takes practice, it takes energy, and it really is something you have to build on and increase your stamina over time. Also, when I manage to complete a day with a bunch of these intervals successfully, I really need to make sure that I go back to step number one and I take the time to properly relax and unwind. By doing these intervals, I know that I have accomplished so much during the day, I have checked so much off of my list, and I really deserve to be able to take the time, step back, unwind, usually have a workout, go for a walk with a friend, and then transition into my evening knowing that I've done everything I could get done during the day and knowing that I can do it again tomorrow. So to start working in intervals, look at your to-do list for the day and decide roughly what you wanna get done during each interval. Keep it easy to start with, don't overload yourself and be realistic. Then set the interval timer on your computer, not your phone, on your computer. Put your distractions away like your phone or turning off TV in the background or putting everything on do not disturb mode. Put your head down and then focus on the task at hand until your timer goes off. Then when you're done, the break that you have scheduled in will help you keep your body moving, give your brain a rest, and will really go a long way in helping reduce that sort of icky, sluggish, moody feeling that you're probably experiencing at the end of your workday these days. And finally, I have one last work from home tip that I wanna share with you today, and I will warn you in advance, this one is gonna sound a little bit dorky to start with, so please bear with me, don't laugh at me too much. This is an idea that I have just always called exercise snacks. Don't ask me why, it's just the name that stuck and I think it came from when I was trying to replace my daily refrigerator snack trips every time I was bored during the workday. So instead of taking fridge snacks, I started taking exercise snacks because really the goal of it was just to take a break. This practice goes hand in hand with the interval technique that we just talked about and is truly one of the best practices that I've incorporated into my day so that I don't finish feeling just icky, sluggish, and bleh. I'm sure by now we've all heard someone say that sitting is the new smoking, and while I don't know about that, what I do know is that when I finish a day of sitting still and sitting down in front of my devices for the whole day, I definitely feel like garbage at the end of the day. The concept of exercise snacks is to introduce small little pockets and amounts of movement into your day to break up the couch potato marathon to get your blood moving and to get your muscles firing again. I like to use a few of my 10 minute intervals during the day, just a few, not all of them, to take exercise snacks, especially when I'm feeling unmotivated or sleepy or in the winter if I'm really cold, then I know that my next break needs to be an exercise snack and it truly makes the biggest difference in how my body feels and in my mental state before I sit down at my computer to start my next work interval. As with everything that we cover here, I want to encourage you to take this idea and experiment a little bit with it to find what actually works well for you individually. To start with, I'll share a few of my dorky little exercise snack ideas though, and maybe some of them will be something that you want to take on as well. My goal is not to get sweaty or to fit in a full HIIT workout into my little 10 minute breaks, and I make sure that I change what I do depending on the day, what I'm wearing, how I'm feeling, and if my next work interval involves a Zoom meeting. 
Honestly, I'll usually only do two to three exercise snacks a day in my break intervals, and I alternate between doing different random activities that feel good in the moment and that get my blood flowing. Sometimes I will give B a call and I'll just walk up and down the stairs 10 times while we chat. Sometimes I will do squats or wall sits while I'm waiting for the kettle to boil. Sometimes I will just turn on some music and have a ridiculous 80s dance party in the living room with the dog for two minutes before I get back to my computer and figure out what I'm doing next. Really, it's anything that raises my heart rate just a little bit. And I know this probably sounds silly and maybe immensely boring to you to start with, especially when I said the word wall sits, you don't have to do that. You do just have to get yourself up and moving. You will stay warm, you'll get your energy flowing and you will feel the difference. And I promise after a few days of doing this, you will be absolutely hooked. If you're still not sold though, I want you to just give this a try. And this is what I did when I first started this and began developing this routine. I want you to take a dance break. I'm completely serious. Throw together a stupid little playlist of upbeat songs that make you happy. And when your next 10 minute break starts, just throw on that playlist, stand up and freaking dance it out for one or two songs. Nobody has to know that you're doing this. You will feel awesome and so much more motivated when you sit back down at your computer. So if you've made it this far, hopefully you're feeling committed to changing your work from home habits and making your life better. Even if you can't immediately incorporate all of these habits into your routine at once, just give it a try and commit to not being a always working, never moving, work from home zombie who hates their job and leaves a permanent butt print on the sofa kind of person. Also, remember when you're learning and trying out new habits, it's not an all or nothing thing. It's okay if you don't manage to do it all the time or if you set a goal to work in intervals for the whole week, but you kind of fall off the bandwagon after one or two days of doing it. As with all things, this is a learning process and it's about trying and finding what works best for you. So give it a try. Go for a walk and do some yoga before you start your workday and finish your workday with an extra dose of exercise just to clear it all off and let it go. Break your day up into focused intervals so that you can get more done and add exercise snacks into your work break routine. Before long, you're not gonna dread opening your computer in the morning and you're not gonna finish every day wondering what exactly you got accomplished and why you feel so awful. You're not gonna let work spill over into all hours of your day just because it's there and you're not gonna feel like garbage when you clock out and then spend the rest of your evening watching bad TV and ordering questionable pad thai again. So if you want to get started, make sure that you check out the show notes or the description of this episode for the link to the timer app that I use. As with everything taught here, if you're interested in trying this, I want you to commit to starting today. So head to the description of this episode and start just by downloading the interval timer that I use during my workday. After that, set it up on your computer and commit to working for a 60 minute interval and then taking a 10 minute break after where you incorporate some sort of movement, an exercise snack or a dance break if you're able to into your routine and just see how much better you feel when you sit back down at your computer again. As with everything taught here, if you're interested in trying this, I recommend starting today. So head to the description of the episode and just start by downloading the interval timer app I've linked there. This is the one that I use throughout my workday. Set that interval timer for the next 60 minutes and commit to when that timer goes off, standing up from your computer, turning on your favorite song and having a quick little dance break to shake things up before you sit down to work again. 
And that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show, your go-to resource for learning all the life skills we all probably should have been taught in school. If you've been enjoying our weekly lessons so far, don't forget to go ahead and click subscribe. It's great for me to get to see you when we hit on a topic that's useful for you, and it helps me continue creating new content for you. Also, if you liked today's episode, please go ahead and share it with a friend. Maybe you know other people who are also struggling with their work from home habits and could benefit from some of the things we covered in today's lesson. Accountability is one of the best tools in your arsenal when you're trying to incorporate a new skill, routine, or habit into your life. So make sure you share this episode with your accountability buddy so you can both work on creating better work from home schedules for yourselves. That's it. Thank you so much again, and I will see you right back here next week on Monday with a new episode of the How to Adult Show. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier, so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.